0: The PPC Expert Corner is a podcast created for you to learn from each other's experience in managing an online purple click campaign. In each episode, you will learn about optimizing your PPC campaigns from some of the industry's top PPC experts and marketers. Kia welcome and bonjour, I'm Jeremy Adam, your host, and I'm honored to present you with a new PPC Expert Corner podcast episode. Day. I'm very pleased to have David and Avi from Czech and uh, we will have an interesting discussion about click fraud protection, what Czech is doing and how oh, oh, they see 2022 in click fraud and how oh, everything is, uh, is going. So welcome David, welcome Avi.
1: Hi, thank you for having us here today.
0: Yeah, no, thank so, you for being a part of the podcast. <laughs>
1: It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Um, I'll start maybe with a short introduction. I'm obviously yes, sales director please. at Czech. Before then, uh, a bit about my background. Uh, approximately, uh, already six, seven years into security, working with uh, the leading security companies worldwide. Uh, beforehand, I was uh, doing. I was working at Imperva. Imperva is a company that is one of the leaders in the security. They do uh, DDoS protection and WAF and bot protection okay. in a different way that uh, Check does it today because I'll touch it later on. Check actually touches everything to do with the marketing security. It's a bit different. okay? Yes. Um, and before that, I also worked at a company called CyberX doing IoT Security, so we have a, a pretty large uh, amount of experience coming into Czech uh, with a lot of knowledge. Uh, but a Czech is a total different story, and we'll touch us shortly.
0: Yeah, that's with so us
1: nice. also is David. Yeah, David is a, a software engineer in our team.
2: Hello, everyone. David. Nice to meet you. This is David. Two words about me. Uh, originally from Italy, I made Alias seven years ago. I'm happy in Czech. I started working, uh, analyzing the fraud already in uh, 2011 for uh, Volafon. Okay. And uh, going up in my career, working as an analyst in the marketing department and so forth, I landed in Czech uh, a bit less than a year ago where uh, everything actually escalated. The understanding of how fraud is affecting uh, traffic, how we can mitigate it and stop it. It's a whole new world and very, very interesting.
0: Yeah, very interesting uh, digital journey for you both guys. So a lot of experience and knowledge so, I'd like to start to uh, for the audience to know a little bit more about Check and uh, what Check is doing, and where do you sit in the market?
1: So, Check is a marketing team security suit. Uh, we keep your marketing efforts free from bots, fake users, and other forms of invalid traffic. If you try to look at it uh, maybe in a quick way, so we protect your paid search. And paid social. This is one part of the things that we do. Yeah. The second part is we protect also your direct traffic. Now, many times when I say we protect your direct traffic, people say, what do I care about direct traffic? I mean, I'm not paying for that, right? Someone is doing www.website.com and that's it. I'm not paying for it. So why do I need protection? in it? Okay. And this is a big, big thing that people are not aware of at all. I mean, um, if you want, you can jump into it now or later on, but uh, it's a big thing that we cover. So we cover the paid search and paid social, and also the direct traffic.
0: Yeah, it's uh, direct traffic. It's a very enter- interesting story. We can al- already start to di- to 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 discuss about this one because, uh, yes, most of the, for my experience, most of the of the digital marketers they are still not aware about click fraud. Protection, so it's yeah. something quite new for a lot of uh, people. But thinking about direct traffic, uh, it's very interesting because direct traffic, it's uh, it's generating, and we had the conversation before uh the local audience. So that's probably where sure. you want to.
1: So, what happens is when. You have a large amount of fraud on your direct traffic. And sometimes we see even 40 and 50% of invalid traffic there. Okay, So this affects you in many ways. I'll start with the very uh, basic one, is that many times fraudsters will begin the journey targeting your direct traffic. And why is that? Just so they can be retargeted. So you can waste more money on the lookalikes and uh, retargeting. Because if they start with the journey there, you're going to see your ads everywhere. It's very easy to click, 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 click. Okay. Another thing is it hurts your SEO and page rate. How is that? If you have a lot of traffic coming in and jumping right out, this means that something is not right. Most likely the page is not interesting enough or something like that. Okay. So Google say, okay, many people are coming in jumping right out so it's probably not that of much of an interest for the users and then it harms your page rank it goes a long way it could also flood your stack with the uh, request invalid requests. okay so you're paying for those tax even though the amount of invalid uh, rate is high yes. so you're just wasting your money many clients have crm systems Okay, so if you have a lot of invalid requests coming through your CRM systems, you're also paying for your CRM overages. Okay, we, you don't really need that amount. So it goes a long way. But I want to focus on something else. When you make decisions, in most cases, you make decisions based on data. Right? Most yeah, people yeah, do that. Correct. Yeah, most. So. so- so if you're looking into the data, but 40%, for example, is invalid, you're actually making decisions based on wrong numbers. But if you had the right numbers, your decisions would have been much more accurate. And this is a big thing. Imagine just have the, just the right data, no false data, no invalid traffic there. 40% of all the data in a specific case, is not accurate. How can you make the right decisions? And this is a big thing. So it's not only about losing money on the paid clicks, it's wasting money on all the marketing effort that comes afterwards. Okay. And it's wasting money making wrong wrong decisions based on wrong data. It's paying overages for your CRM systems or for your stacks. So this is the entire story. And this yeah. is only the direct traffic that we're talking about. What happens with the paid marketing? Right? That's a huge part as well. But that's a really common one. If someone is paying, uh, clicking your paid campaigns and you have high rates of invalid traffic there, of course, you're wasting money. That's an obvious.
0: Yeah. And uh, for for people who are not aware about click fraud and just just discovering uh, that click fraud exists for paid advertising and paid social. What, what are the most common click fraud you are seeing uh, uh, at the moment? Uh, where oh, are they that, coming
1: in? That's, that's a great question. You know, many times people are just thinking of the obvious, right? Obvious yes. is you have the competition clicking on your ads, right? Click, 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 click. They deplete your budget. You lose money. They go on top. It's pretty easy that's what most of the people know about but there's a lot of uh, other reasons for invalid traffic or fraud- fraudulent traffic let's take uh, an easy case scrapers okay yes. scrapers coming in what is scrapers scrapers are actually tools that are coming to scrape either content or pricing Uh, Let's take an example of a traveling company offering a trip now to New York. It's $699, right? So if your competition is out there sending scrapers to your website because they want to scrape the pricing, they want to be able to offer $10 less so they seem more attractive. So they know already that you're offering $699. So they can offer $688, just for example, to be cheaper and more attractive. And this is without someone actually going physically to the computer checking the prices all the time. They're getting the feeds in real time from all other companies out there. This is one, for example. Um, We see automation tools. For example, take for a very common one called Selenium or Puppeteer. These are tools that in most cases are actually uh, QA tools. QA people use these automation tools to run tests, but yes. fosters take those tools and take advantage of their uh, endless options to run fast. So they do fraud with it in an automated way. Okay. A check, what's unique, by the way, is that we are able to uncover that sophisticated fraud. If it's automation tools, if it's scrapers, if it's, uh, uh, take, for example, headless browsers. Headless browsers are like well, browsers like Chrome, for example, without any graphic elements. Browsers tend to use those uh, headless browsers to run faster with less computing power. Again, a Check we're able to uncover sophisticated fraud using over 2,000 JavaScript challenges on every click-and-click that you get. Why is that so unique? Because there's no other company that is doing this today. All the other companies out there are only using IP blacklisting. IP blacklisting is a well-known technique, but it's not, just not good enough. We want to make sure that if the IP is not on the blacklist, so that person actually sees your ad, Okay, we want to make sure that this is not a fraudster. This is not an invalid click. So then we start with the 2,000 JavaScript challenges, one after the second. In order to uncover this fraud now yeah. you may ask okay what's a javascript challenge maybe the listeners don't know what it is yeah so, uh, i JavaScript, know but uh,
0: that's a good question for the audience and exactly. i know that uh, maybe so just want uh <laughs> you're
1: right yeah i'm saying it because i hear it a lot okay so what's a javascript challenge i don't want to be uh, too geeky about it okay but in, in, a, in, a, yeah. in a few words in a few words a javascript challenges actually challenges that we shoot i'll call it shoot that we we yeah. present to the, any click that we see to make sure that it's valid. It can be actually uh, checking what kind of graphic card do you have? If you're a bot, of course you don't have a graphic card, okay? Um, if you claim to come from a Chrome browser, one of the challenges will be to uh, check your fingerprint. So if we see that you're claiming to come from Chrome, but actually the fingerprint shows that you're coming from Explorer, okay? So we know that you're hiding your identity. Okay. It's called false representation. Okay. Um, we'll be checking your mouse movements. If we see that you're moving in straight lines or not moving at all, we'll know that you're not a real user. You're a bot. Okay. Yeah. And this goes a long way over 2000. I'm not going to exhaust you now with all the challenges, but it is what we do.
0: And what, what, what's the differentiation between check and the other platform or click for protection on the market?
1: You're asking what's the difference?
0: Yeah, what makes you different from the other unique. Cliff okay. yeah, unique.
1: So I started and I stated before that check is able to uncover sophisticated fraud. When all of the companies out there today are just doing IP blacklisting, we're doing the IP blacklisting is the first layer. It's important, the first layer only. But the second layer is the secret sauce. The second layer is that we run the 2,000 JavaScript challenges on every click and click that you get. Without those, without this specific layer, you'll just get the basic common fraud. I'll give you an example. A very big gambling company, is, I don't want to say names here, okay? I'm not allowed. <laughs> but but uh, a big company, one of the leaders in the gambling industry worldwide, has used our sister company, okay? Yep. The sister company is called Flixis and what they do, they do IP blacklisting mostly, okay? Yes. When that specific gambling company used our sister company, they were able to uncover 3% of invalid traffic. Now that's good. If you have millions in annual ad spend and you're, you're saving uh, 3% of invalid traffic, that's huge. But when they started to use Check, and the tool is called Check Paradigm, okay? We were able to uncover 22%. Now, this is a big gap between 22 to three. How did we do it? Just because we have this additional layer, okay? That's the secret sauce of what we do. So any company out there that is, as for today, just relying on IT blacklisting, that's good, but it's not good enough. You can do much, much better. And the reason why we're able to do it is just take an example for a person that needs glasses but doesn't have glasses and all of a sudden has glasses, okay? You see much better. That's the thing here. Every company is suffering from invalid traffic and fraudulent traffic. The question is how much. Now, not all the time, by the way, it's fraudsters. Some of the time it's craw- crawlers. Take SCM Rust, even similar web, just for example. Okay, yeah, very yeah, yeah. common tools, right? Yeah, very common. They don't want to harm you, but they want to get your information. So anywhere they see a link, they click. It doesn't matter if it's paid or not paid. They, they're, they're clicking it. And you end up paying for those because Google or any other platform is not reimbursing you for those. It's not their duty to do so. Okay? just an example
0: that, that's uh, that's very interesting because most of the people uh, might not be aware that uh, they are doing some effort Google and Facebook but uh, they are not covering as ClickFold protection software are covering this part of, prote- of layer of protection so people often I do, when I've got a discussion with uh, with, with uh, my client or other digital marketing manager about click fraud protection, they are not aware about uh, how much click fraud they are currently having uh-huh. on the website, and they are really thinking that Google and Facebook they are covering one hundred percent of uh, of this click yeah. fraud, and it's it's obviously it's not the case. So it's why I'm a huge. Uh, A huge fan of uh, click fraud protection software because uh, you have to protect your traffic and save your budget from this kind of fraud And google and facebook they are not covering all they are doing some effort but they are not covering everything so you have to implement another layer of protection
1: i'll give another good point that people are not aware of okay First of all, of course, Google is a business and everything is good and they're doing whatever they can, but in most cases, they will reimburse you for what they're responsible for. And that's mainly their own crawlers. But the bigger thing is, I want you to, to look at the full picture. Okay. So you have your PPC campaign and you have your landing page, for example. Okay. Yeah. When you want to use Check Paradigm, you upload the tag to the Google Tag Manager and you're up and running in five minutes. Easy, very easy setup but we sit on your page. When a visitor is coming in, let's say that the IP was okay, he's clicking on the PPC campaign and it comes to your landing page. Now, if he clicked your ad, that's mean that the IP is okay and now he's on your page. And what we do, we sit on your page. So now we want to make sure that that specific IP, even though the IP was not on the blacklist, he's okay, he's a valid one. So then we run the 2,000 challenges, okay? But Google has an eye only on what happens up to the click. Google doesn't look what happens after the click. And this is where we catch most of the fraudsters, okay? Now, that's a big thing, okay? So even though Google may be Google and Facebook may be Facebook, they don't sit on your page. They don't live on your page, okay? So many times people ask me, okay, wait a minute. Why do I need you guys? If they already clicked on the ad, why do I need you? This is why I wanted to hire you to use your services. Okay? The answer for that is easy. And it's obvious. Maybe it's obvious for me, but for the listeners. Fraud is repetitive. When bots are configured, they are configured to come back hundreds of times. In some cases, thousands of times. Okay? This is how they're configured. So if the IP was okay, you may be paying for the first click, but you're not going to be paying for all the clicks that will come afterwards because we will catch them. Okay, so next time they come, they will not see it. By the way, another very unique feature for Check Paradigm that doesn't exist with any other client out there is that we do IP exclusion and audience exclusion. Now, this is a very important point. Audience inclusion and IP exclusion is like bulletproof. Why is it bulletproof? Because let's say someone is changing the, their IP. You're using one computer now. Later on, you're going to a cafe or I don't know what, or you're a fraudster that loves to work in many different places, okay? So when you change IP, most cases, that's it. You're gone because the IP is not on the blacklist. But when we do audience exclusion, okay, in most cases based on GA client ID, we got you. Because even if you change IP, your GA client ID does not change, for example. Okay. Yeah,
0: that's correct.
1: So it's a bulletproof. No other company offers that. This is huge. Okay. And we work both on paid search and paid social, where most companies, as for our, based on my knowledge, no other company offers uh, social media as well. So you get the full coverage.
0: Okay. And David, can you tell us a little bit more about uh, your role at Czech and maybe some secret sauce?
2: Okay, sure. Thank you for the question. My role in uh, Czech, I'm a sales engineer and I work with Avi and uh, all the other team in Czech to ensure that, uh, first of all, the client has a good implementation of our system And I'm also in charge of the analysis of their results to understand specifically what type of fraud the customer is suffering from. Because we should always remember that each customer, each of our customers is unique. Each one is suffering from a unique type of fraud or different type of fraud that are specific for him. They can be related to their industry. They can be related simply to their geographical region, but they are unique. So, when we take a look at at our clients, we want them to know that there is always a unique eye that is following them. And I am the first eye checking their uh, their data. And uh, when they start after after the boarding and they start working with us uh, uh, regularly, there will be also another team that will be put next to the client that will follow them 24 7 on. understanding and reviewing what's going on in their traffic. So it's not simply a solution where we we disappear. It's a check is a company that uh, stay with you, follows you. It's like your personal doctor, we are there and we are there for you checking you specifically. And uh, I think this is uh, basically another very special value that we are giving to our customers.
0: And uh, how do you how do you analyze? Uh, like, imagine I've got like I'm a new client. I start to receive some click fraud, and I jump on the platform, and I've got all this data. So, what kind of data can I get, and how should I analyze this data to perform better or to save my my budget?
2: Okay, this is a good question. I see what I can answer because not on everything I can answer on how I analyze data, but let's say this: there are a fraud techniques that are very advanced, and they can be repetitive in the sense, for example, click hijacking, where where uh, the 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 website of uh, of the client is inserted in an, in an iframe okay and the, and the normal user in the internet may click on an ad and they don't know they are actually entering and the, the cookie of the website is injected in their in their, uh, in their browser and basically there is a hijacking of the cookie and somebody is taking responsibility if the customer is making a purchase so there are specific analysis for for example cookie hijacking for frauds coming for example from russia there are specific analysis that specific inputs that we are looking to see what's going on uh, on specific fraud schemes that are repeating themselves in uh, big customers sometimes small customers so this is uh, t- a type of job that we are doing besides of course looking at uh, IP repetition, cookie repetitions, J uh, client ID, uh, region, and so forth. Uh, and uh, an additional thing that we do that is, let's say, this I can share with you. The, let's say the regular pattern on analyzing a fraud or defining what is fraud is comparing what, is, uh, what the, the visitor is saying he is and what we with our challenging challenges can uh, confirm if he is uh, lying or if he's honest in his identity. So there is a first layer of understanding if he's lying or not, comparing what he, his, what he declares, for example, where he comes from and what we can uncover where he really comes from and so forth. And the second layer, as I said, checking at the uh, specific uh, signals that can refer to fraud schemes that are extremely advanced.
0: Okay. And um, w- it probably, I don't know if the question is you can answer this one, but uh, what's the average click fraud uh, f- like f- on Facebook and on Google? I'll
1: take it. I'll take it. Um, i say I'll take it because I've, I face it with many clients. This is also a very common question. You know, before, by the way, we offer a two weeks trial. In most cases, it used to be a paid uh, trial. Now it's... Uh, uh, we, we try to do it with, with, with no cost. And uh, it varies between industries. And even so, there can be two companies in the same business industry sitting office next to the same office and we will find different uh, fraud rates. But I, I can say that the most common will be anywhere between 7 to 8% up to 15%. There is the average. That's on the paid search. Paid social varies. I think it stands between 5%, 7%, give or take. But it also, it varies between each customer and each client that we see.
0: Okay. And I've got a hard question for you, this one. So, like, uh, imagine I'm coming uh, uh, back to you and say, look, I'm, I'm testing the, the software, another one, and, and the software is... Uh, is coming with thirty percent click fraud, then your platform is coming with twenty percent click fraud. What are you doing in the technical part uh, to make sure that you are excluding only the oh, okay. fraudulent traffic? Want- and also, how do you? At what kind of like, what what is the break point between a, a fraudulent uh, click and uh, what? white one, I don't know to call it, a a real one. You're you're
1: breaking up, sorry, you're breaking up. If I understand correctly, you're asking, how do you make sure that when you block, you only block uh, fraud and traffic? That's the question? Yeah, Yeah. Okay. So I'll start and say that we have three different threat groups. Okay. First threat group is invalid bot activity. It's everything related to bad bots. For example, automation tools, scraper, malicious bots. Okay. If we talk about the first group, it is obvious that there's no false positive here. Because if we identified someone to be a scraper or to come from automation tools, it's 100% invalid traffic. They have no chance to convert. By the way, automation tools are tools that are set up to do specific activities. For example, put your company name in in Google, click enter, go into the uh, first result, uh, scroll five pages and jump out, just for example. This is what they're programmed to do. So they have no chance to convert. This, so this will answer the first part. Second thread group is invalid malicious activity. These are actually bad human beings doing bad things. Okay, they're not bots, they're flesh and blood doing bad things. For example, false representation, okay, claiming to come from a browser, they're not really coming from. Of course, if someone is doing that they're not going to convert, okay? They put a lot of effort in doing so. Yeah, yeah. If someone has disabled JavaScript on, disabled JavaScript, did you ever try to browse one of your client's website with disabled JavaScript?
0: Yeah, no, I'm not doing, I'm not browsing So try that, JavaScript. try
1: that. It's very easy. You do it within the browser a few tweaks and you're disabled JavaScript. You can't really see the page in a proper way. So you have no chance to convert. Or they can have disabled cookies, for example. Disabled cookies are not someone that didn't accept cookies. It is someone that has done some reverse engineering, put a lot of effort, and removed the cookie component from the browser. Okay? So, of course, these kind of users are not going to convert. So, if you ask about, are we, do we have false positive here? False positive means people that we blocked but had an intent to convert. Okay? Good users. The answer is no. It's very unlikely to have false positive in these two two first uh, groups. The third group is suspicious activity that we see, okay? Suspicious activity can come from uh, VPNs, can come from data centers, and there there's a risk for false positive. So therefore, with that third group, we don't start blocking from day one. We will take a period of time, normally 30 days, 60 days, to calibrate the data with you, with the client, to make sure that there's no false positive. After running for a specific amount of time, we discuss together, we give our recommendations, which data centers block, which not, for example, and we add them to the blocking capabilities. I hope this answers your question.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That was my question. Thank you for answering this one. And- uh, that's a question for both of you and probably the last one for today. What, what kind of trend do you see on click fraud for 2022? or what, What's uh, your vision of uh, your, the future for click fraud and, and, uh, and check and all this layer of protection?
1: I can say maybe start with the future of check. We're growing very, very fast. We can't hire enough people all the time. but hire and hire all the time because we're growing really, really fast. Um, the future is, is looking good, actually. We're growing fast, but we're growing fast for a reason. There's a need in the market for a tool like this because everything that was out there till today was just not enough, okay? And by the way, Czech started uh, going in the programmatic world, okay? they are ex-military experts from uh, the intelligence units, by the way, uh that came up with this concept with this idea and when they started in the programmatic world they said wait a minute there's a lot of things here we don't have we're not unique enough but where's the real problem and when they looked at the market and they understood that all that's going on here is IP blacklisting they understood the potential and other companies out there are seeing the potential as well we have over 10,000 clients and you have to understand when i say clients Check paradigm focuses on medium-sized and enterprise companies, okay? If you have an ad spend over, let's say, 500000 or a million dollars, then you can start using check, okay? So the potential is huge worldwide. Companies understand it, and company needs this kind of solutions. The concept is do much more with your existing budget. Don't waste your money on invalid traffic. So the potential is huge. We see the fraud increase all the time. COVID going around already for two years. Online yeah. purchases are blooming. Companies are more uh, website centric, I would call it. Okay? The business is much more online. And we see it. Follow the money. Wherever there's money, there's fraud. That's a basic assumption.
0: Any last recommendation for the, for the audience?
1: I would always recommend taking a look at your business. If this is your business, if this is what you do, don't just assume, okay, I don't have competition out there. I probably don't have fraud. There's no company that we analyze the traffic and we didn't see invalid traffic or fraud. Now, put, a, put away competition. Maybe you're just a smaller company with no, oh, I'm, not a, you know, I'm not harming anyone. You may have scrapers scraping your content, okay, clicking your ads, wasting you money. You may have automation tools just checking in what's new all the time. So don't assume nothing. Check your business. Make sure that you're not wasting money because if you are, it's good news for you because you can do much better than what you've been doing till today.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I love your, your recommendation is test and experiment. It's what we have to do but in our, in, in companies our offer market all the time. Yeah. Test and experiment, companies. guys.
1: Yeah, exactly. Companies offer a lot of time non-charge trials, okay? Take advantage of it. Take a look. See what you've got. If you have fraud, it's a no-brainer. If you don't have fraud, great. You just no, have, you have of your if, if
0: you don't have fraud, something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, I Most don't know. You're not making, uh, you're not Effect. doing enough. I don't know. It just doesn't exist, really. From my point of view, fraud is everywhere, and uh, everyone who is doing advertising online is, uh, even if, for, for small business, you are, you know, it even it if it's a so couple smooth. of click, but yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's something. It's, uh, yeah, it's, exactly. Uh, it's, it's everywhere. everywhere. So. Awesome, guys! Thank you so much for your time. Very interesting podcast, uh, and uh, it was really a real pleasure to be with you today. Thank you, David. Same here. Thank you, Harry, again. Thank you, Jeremy. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. It's always an excellent experience to learn from your peers and develop your skills to improve your PPC performance. If you want to discover more about paid advertising, I recommend following the PPC Expert blog on www.digitalads.io. For the social media addict, I created a private Facebook group called the PPC Expert Squad to develop and grow your PPC skills. You're free to join. You can book a PPC consulting session to get more from your campaigns and strategy. Go to 3w.digitalads.io/consulting. In the meantime, stay tuned and have a great end of the week.